Good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome to episode 498 of Canada's Pinball Podcast. Everyone, I hope you had a beautiful weekend, a great Father's Day. And I want to say, if you haven't listened to my Pinside Babies episode, I think you should. I think we all need to move forward. I think we need to bury the hatchets. And I think we need to get to a place in which we all discuss pinball companies. We discuss what they're making. And we really go at that. And I think the time has come for all of us to stop like pointing at each other and throwing all these jabs. And I'm going to start right here on this show. And I'm not going to bring up other pinball media people and go at them because you know what? We're all just talking about pinball and I hope they do the same. Okay. I hope they do the same. So speaking of pinball media and content and what are we talking about? Well, there's not too much news out there right now. The wait for Guns N' Roses is going to be longer than people think. I don't think you're going to see Guns N' Roses until the fall. So for those people thinking that Guns N' Roses is going to be revealed any day now because Jersey Jack Pinball is not going to let other manufacturers sort of take all this money that's available coming out of the COVID pandemic, you guys need to understand that they still have to set up this factory. They still have to train these new workers how to build the Willy Wonkas. Guns N' Roses is not on the line, okay? So I don't expect to see this game until maybe September. So what we're going to do is continue to reveal some teaser facts about the game. I'm doing it on Facebook. I'm doing it slowly. I know people are like, well, we already know that. Well, I'm not going to do it all at once because I know there are weeks to go before they actually reveal this game. And I don't mean weeks. I mean months to go. So I think everyone just needs to calm down a little bit. If you want to enjoy current pinball machines, go in on them because Guns N' Roses is not right around the corner. I mean, I guess you could say like two to three months is right around the corner. So you might want to hold on to your money. But again, you're a grown man. You're a grown woman. You're a grown pinball fan. You can do what you want with your money. Okay. So I think that is going to be a later title than people think. Uh, we have Ninja Turtles, which is now shipping, I think, as of this week. So we are going to see Ninja Turtle Pro unboxings. Rick and Morty's are arriving with people. We're going to talk a little bit. I'm going to put a little bit of a bow on my Rick and Morty ownership. And I think I'm finally done touching the game and adding stuff to the game. I'm going to talk a little bit about the LCD video I put up this weekend. Uh, and then I'm going to get to the main news, which is Alien Pinball. And I know this is something that I've reported on this show, and it's something that we talked about a lot over the years, and that is the state, the final state of where Alien Pinball is. And I, I think that the best way to say this is this. I was somewhat right, and I was somewhat wrong. And everyone who was saying like Alien is going to be remade, they weren't exactly false in that. And I'm going to explain why. And you're going to understand that when people knew what they knew, there is a reason why they were saying Alien is coming back and might come back and could come back and is coming back. Like we were very definitive that Alien is coming back and is going to be remade. So I'm here to tell you on this episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast, you are going to get the news as of this weekend directly from the Pinball Brothers, what they are planning, what the plan was, and what the reality is of this game as of this weekend. So if you do cover this, I just ask my friends in the pinball media, please just say you heard it on Canada's Pinball Podcast. Can't we all just be friends and, and attribute, attribute stuff to each other instead of knocking each other down? All right, where do I want to start on this episode? 
So real quick on Rick and Morty and the LCD swap. So there's been a lot of back and forth. You heard me talk about it on Pinside Babies, but the reality is this. If you change the settings on the game to the following, your stock LCD will look much better. And the settings you should put it at are the following. You should put the brightness down to 35. You should put the gamma on and you should change the contrast to around like somewhere between like 70 and 90, depending on, on, on how tall you are. So brightness 35, gamma on and contrast somewhere between like 70 and 90. Now the way it comes from the factory is the default. Everything's on 50 and gamma is off. If you do these settings, it will improve. It will improve the way the game looks. It will improve the darkness and the blacks on the screen. And I sent a text message to Chuck and to Scott Denisi yesterday saying, hey guys, just a FYI, you should be setting all of the LCDs at these settings, leaving the factory, because I think people's experiences would be much better. Now, here's what I did this weekend. I, I did my new LCD swap. I changed the settings on it, and it looks phenomenal. It looks two to three times better than it did coming from the factory. And then I also went to Jack Bar because he put those settings on his game. Now, Jack Bar is not open, but John let me sneak in and see his game because I wanted to compare what it looked like uh, on his machine and my machine, knowing that I have the new LCD in it and he had the old one. And I'm saying, I'm here to tell you this, his looks better than it does from Spooky, but it doesn't look as good as the one with the new LCD. And I don't understand why people keep attacking me and insulting me for saying this. It seems pretty commonsensical. I put a better LCD in the game with better field of view and better display, why wouldn't it look better on my machine than the old one? And when you hold the two LCDs next to each other, you can see that one is really flimsy and really, really cheap, and one is much more sturdy. So I'm really just confused as to why people are attacking me for simply stating that, and I get it, you're buying something. You wanna feel that what you're getting is the best possible thing imaginable. But I'm here to tell you, like, this is the reality. If you want the best possible display in your Rick and Morty, you're gonna wanna do the, uh, the swap of the LCD. And that's just the way it is. And and it's not my fault. It's, I didn't make this technology. I didn't put that stock LCD in the game. But I'm also here to tell you that 90% of you out there, you're not going to care. Like you'll easily enjoy the stock system that's in the game and leave your stock LCD and, and have a good time. I mean, the most annoying thing is not really the LCD that, and you'll see it. The most annoying thing for you, if you have this game in a quiet room, is going to be the fan and the power supply that you're going to want to change. Now, for some reason, I guess it's my reputation. Anytime Canada has some advice about this game, there's just people out there that just want to tell me to shut up, that I don't know what I'm talking about, that I'm an idiot, that I'm a fool. But I don't think that's the case. And I really do think, I really do think that what I'm doing with Rick and Morty and the way I'm going over this game is the way that most of you buyers are going to go over this game. And the things that I'm noticing are things that you're going to notice. And the things that I'm excited by will be things that excite you. And the things that are annoying are things that will annoy you. And I'm, I'm always, I'm always, I'm here to tell you, I'm always going to tell you when I was wrong. I was wrong about the dimples. There's a lot of dimples in this game. There's, every day I look at it after playing it, there's more and more dimples. So am I hoping they flatten out over time? Absolutely. But it still looks great. I mean, the play field does look like glass. So it really is only if you lean your head to the side and look at it from a weird angle do you see any of it. But when you're actually playing the machine, what I'm looking at is a beautiful glass-like play field. And I'm just enjoying the game. 
and that's my new approach. I told you I'm, I'm, I'm not OCDing anymore on these things. I'm just enjoying them. And I'll admit when I was wrong in saying that uh, games don't dimple or Spooky figured out the solve to dimples, absolutely 100% I was incorrect. And so for those of you getting a Rick and Morty, you know it. Like you know it now going forward that if you wanted 100% dimple free, you're gonna have to put a playfield protector and you're gonna have to uh, maybe get the Cruiseman playfield if that doesn't dimple. I would hate to spend $700 on the Cruiseman and then it does start to dimple a little bit because that's a lot of extra money. I guess I should do this. I guess I should issue an apology to Stern Pinball for saying that they figured out a solution and you didn't. So I'm here to tell you, Stern, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all of those accusations. Um, I will also, but I will say, Stern, your playfield quality is not as good as Spooky's. It doesn't look as good, and I think they have a better system figured out. After like 500 plays, if you look at a Stern and you look at Spooky, the Stern one just looks like beat to hell. And, and it's weird because it's so hit or miss. And I know Stern does such a higher volume, but some Sterns look okay. Like some people's Jurassic Parks look okay. And then other people's look like the face of the moon or a golf ball. And I just, I don't understand why there's not more consistency with play fields. But that's me, Kaneda, this Monday morning in the middle of June telling you I was wrong. Okay. Now, was I wrong on Alien Pinball? Let's talk about that right now. So where did all this come from? Where did this rumor start that Alien Pinball after Highway Pinball Collapse was going to be remade? So I'm going to do my best to give you a quick, a quick refresh on what happened with this company. Everyone knows that Andrew Highway was really manipulating investors and buyers, convincing them that he had production ready to go on Alien. And year after year, people would wait and month after month, people would wait for their games and he would make videos of the production line and everything di didn't seem right. And then all of a sudden it was true. Like he was out of money. He went bankrupt. So then Pinball Brothers started to become a known entity in the Highway Pinball drama. And before this, before Highway Pinball declared bankruptcy and the Pinball Brothers acquired Highway Pinball, there really wasn't much conversation about the Pinball Brothers. But for those of you out there who know the full story, these are the gentlemen that were financially backing Highway Pinball from day one with full throttle. And so if you think anyone's mad at Andrew Highway, if you think anyone's pissed off at this whole situation, it was the Pinball Brothers because these gentlemen, they sank millions of dollars into this operation and they were on this ride and they had the most to lose if you didn't get your alien pinball machine I do feel sorry for you but these guys lost so much more money than just that so then what happens this is about like two years ago Andrew Highway and Highway Pinball declares bankruptcy or a year and a half ago the dates are a little foggy in my head and I tried to go back and, and read when stuff happened and when did when did they declare bankruptcy and when did the pinball brothers get announced if we go to um, This Week in Pinball on May 7th, 2018, so that's roughly, you know, two years ago, a little over two years ago, the Pinball Brothers started to announce that they were taking over the Helmet Highway Pinball. Now, remember, at first, they were acquiring Highway Pinball, and they were going to redo the line of aliens, and they were going to get people their alien machines under the new ownership of the Pinball Brothers. Now, they did manage to get a few games out, but they did not. They did not succeed. They did not succeed in getting everyone their alien, and they eventually bankrupted Highway Pinball. But then the rumors were, when that happened, that they were going to form a new company, and they were going to remake Alien Pinball 
and they were going to do Queen Pinball as well. Now, here's the story from This Week in Pinball on May 7, 2018. It says, the Pinball Brothers Limited was formed on June 16, 2017. Wow. So almost to this date, this organization or these people are three years ago, they formed Pinball Brothers Limited. And it says, very shortly after, the investors took control of Highway Pinball and Andrew Highway stepped down. Okay, so maybe, okay, so this is this is clarifying the dates for me now. So it was three years ago in which the Pinball Brothers took over the reins from Andrew Highway. Wow, isn't it amazing how fast time flies in the world of crooked men? It's unbelievable that we, we've we all been on this roller coaster with Highway Pinball for so long. Um, and then it goes on to say, the official uh, investors were listed as Matt Daniel J- Jansen, Cato Screed, Alexander Thomas Spore, and Johan Patrick Ten. So there's four gentlemen here that are listed. But then I did a little bit more digging, and that's not exactly accurate. So let me read you a post from a year ago on Pinside in which the breakdown of the Pinball Brothers is, is more clarified. Because you need to know this, because this is the person who my person spoke to directly this weekend. So everything you're about to hear comes directly from the man who is running the Pinball Brothers. So the distribution of shares in Pinball Brothers Limited are as follows. So Roger is 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 list and Cato. These are the two guys through a Norwegian company. They call it the Umbrella Corporation AS. They have 47.77% of the Pinball Brothers. So Roger and Cato, remember those two names. And then you had Mats, Daniel, Jansen, and, and Patrick through the Swedish company, White Walker, AB, and they own 25%. So you know what's funny here is like, look at this breakdown. You got the Umbrella Company with 47%, the White Walker Company with 25%, then Alexander Spore had 16.2%, and then you have Judah Spore, who maybe his, is his wife, has 1.58%. Stefan Reidler has 4.2%. Philip Young, Philip Young is 0.53%, and Angus Bailey has 4.66%. Here's what's sad about this whole thing when you go through these numbers. All of these gentlemen, they all are investors in a company that is a complete or and was a complete failure. And so it's sad to me to see all these names and all these percentages associated with the Pinball Brothers because this is where all the money came from to try and get Andrew Highway's alien game out the door. And this is when they this is the money that went into Highway Pinball when they try to salvage the company. And so the Pinball Brothers are made up of people from Norway, from Sweden, from Germany. It's a bunch of men. But I'm here to tell you now, remember all those names. Remember all of those people from all of these countries with all of these uh, percentages. I'm here to tell you now, the Pinball Brothers are no longer the Pinball Brothers. The Pinball Brothers are no longer all these men. Majority of them have bailed out. I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is that there's only one guy really left. There's only one guy trying to see this project to fruition. There's only one guy who's still carrying the torch and has hopes for bringing Alien Pinball out in the world, and that is Roger. So Roger out of Norway is the one guy, the one guy that's now in charge of this entire project. So you could stop right there and say, well, now that doesn't look like anything's going to happen. All these people with all this money, why did they all bail? 
I mean, that's is that not a red flag that the Pinball Brothers have disbanded and they no longer want to put you know good money after bad money? And we hear that term all the time. When good money tries to chase bad money, it never works out because everyone realizes it's hard enough to make money in pinball when you don't have to make up for past mistakes, when you're not starting in debt and when you're not starting with bad will within the community. And so how do you... How do you remake Alien and, and erase all the issues? And we're not just talking financial issues. We're going to get into that. One of the other major issues with the Alien pinball machine, and everyone who's ever owned one knows this, the machines are ticking time bombs. They weren't made very well. I mean, if you buy an Alien machine right now, you're going to be uh, on board for a lifetime of repairs and issues and having to swap out so many things, trying to find hard-to-find parts. It's, it's a headache. The game, I think that's the best word to describe owning an alien pinball machine. It's a constant headache for owners. It's more of a museum piece. It's more of a conversation. It's more of a, a rare gem in the pinball world that has a story that's not a good story, but it's still based on one of the most popular themes of all time, and it's in pinball form. And if you're a pinball collector, owning an alien pinball machine, I would say is, is one of the games that's going to hold value, if not go up in value over the years, simply because of that. And I get the story sucks, but whatever, it's alien pinball. So somewhere around like a year and a half ago, I started saying that two games were coming back, that the Big Lebowski was coming back and Alien Pinball was going to be remade. And when I heard this information and I got this information from various sources, I was taken back because I had been really saying that the these games were done, that the, the stick a fork in them, that these companies were over. And here, I mean, it's crazy that here we are in June of 2020 and Barry is up and running again, sending people the Big Lebowskis. I mean, he's he started manufacturing again. We never thought we would see that day. And so we were also very adamant on Canada's Pinball Podcast that Alien Pinball was going to be remade. And we were convincing people, yes, it is going to be remade. This game is coming back. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, were we wrong on that? Were we wrong to be so adamant that Alien Pinball was coming back? And the answer is yes and no. There was a lot of really solid, good information that this game was very, very, very close to being remade. And I know a lot more information as of this weekend on why those rumors began, on why someone like Iceman was like just telling me, Chris, you don't get it. It's coming back. Get ready. Alien Pinball. So clearly there had to be something that people knew. There had to be something that people saw. There had to be something out there that created these rumors and created this momentum that Alien Pinball was coming back. And so here's what I know. Here's what I know as of today. Everyone at the Pinball Brothers, I believe, is gone. That's what I'm hearing, that Roger, the one guy in Norway, is the one guy that is trying to get this game off the ground. Now, here's the, here's the bombshell part. Here's the bombshell part that I think was the genesis of all these rumors. They have taken the Alien Pinball machine that Andrew Highway made and they've completely redone a lot of it. They moved it. This is the crazy part. They moved this game from a wide body game into a standard body cabinet. Okay? So let that sink in. There is a prototype of Alien Pinball that is currently made and finished in a standard body game. 
and that they have removed some of the stuff from the wide body game to make this work. Now, I don't know what the stuff is they've removed. Here is what I would guess would be taken out of the game. So looking at a picture of the wide body alien machine, and if you look at it and if you pull it up and you look at this game and you say, well, what could they take out of this game to make it a standard body machine? Now, I think first and foremost, I think you would have to keep the alien head at the back of the game that eats the ball that, and with the magnet in front of it. That is like the coolest mech. I don't think you can lose that. I don't think you can lose the pop bumpers that are the alien eggs, but you definitely could see, you definitely could see how they might make this, you know, maybe a two flipper game. I, does it need four flippers? Because if you make it narrower, you might lose some of those shots on the side. You might lose, you could see like the two ramps on the left side, the upper left side. Maybe that's just one ramp that goes up and around. So there definitely, there definitely could be a way to make this game standard body and taking stuff out. Now, I think the big thing that they might have taken out that I think people would have an issue with, they might have removed the LCD from the play field. I never liked this. I never liked it. I get how it was implemented in Alien and it was kind of cool. It just never really worked. It, it never worked. It never looked good either. It was so ugly having this LCD block the major area of the play field and, and just sit right in the middle of your art package and have this LCD there. I, I get some people like it. I thought it was hideous. I think you could accomplish that same sort of approach by moving that LCD. You know, if it wants to tell you which shot to shoot, well, look what Jersey Jack did with Pirates. Just make it smaller and put it on the apron of a standard body game and you could get the same effect of like where the alien's coming from and which way to to shoot but I just I just don't think that um that that would make it into a standard body version of the game and I think also this is again this thing created so many headaches how many times do we see people's like screens were sinking down it wasn't really working well so I don't know did that come out so standard body game with stuff removed from it okay so that's big news and it's also going to be in a standard Bally Williams cabinet. So no longer this like weird, awkward highway pinball cabinet. So this, this has been done. Like this game has been moved from wide body to standard. So it's a real thing. And then the other part is this. This is the part where it starts to get crazy. And you start to say, all right, let's look at this through the lens of like a marketing standpoint. Would there be demand in the pinball world for a standard body alien machine? We know the code is awesome. We know like so much of the game is really neat. Yes, we'd love for them to go back and get Sigourney Weaver, but it's not going to happen because money is an issue. You're going to hear about that. But I think the demand for a standard body alien game in a normal cabinet that looks great in people's lineup that they've re-engineered. Again, the part that I didn't say is they've re-engineered the entire game as well. So it's not going to have the, the computer problems. It's not going to have the LED problems. All the crap that was in the Andrew Highway game has been fixed. So what would the demand be like for a fully re-engineered standard body alien machine in 2020? And the answer is simple. On, on just knowing that, the demand for this game would be phenomenal. Now, there are a few question marks. Like, would they redo the art package on the game? I absolutely would get Brian Allen to redo the art package. Now, I know in talking to Brian Allen this weekend... He has not been approached about redoing the Alien art package on a new standard body game. In fact, he's one of the people that's very confused about what's going on with this project because he gave his artwork to Andrew Highway and he hasn't heard diddly on the future of this game. So unclear if it's going to be Oryx art package or a new art package for the game. What I also forgot to mention is that the plans were to bring this prototype, this standard body Alien, 
were supposed to be brought to Chicago Expo in 2019. So for those of you out there who say Canada was full of SHIT, that Iceman was lying, we weren't. The plan was to bring this game to Chicago Expo and show the world the new standard body alien machine. What I'm telling you right now is the game exists. Like it is built. Somewhere in the world, there is a standard body alien prototype that is ready to be manufactured by somebody, but it exists and it was supposed to be at Expo 2019. So let that sink in again as you bring out your pitchforks for Canada and Iceman. So I think the demand would be there. I do think there'd be a lot of demand, but here's the problem now. And this is always the problem. This is always the biggest question with every single pinball dreamers plans to get people pinball machines. And the question is one simple thing. Who's going to make this game? Now, we accurately reported that Roger did go to Ryan White and Chicago Gaming Company, and he did consider getting Chicago Gaming Company to be their manufacturer for the Alien Machines. And as we know directly from Ryan White, the Chicago Gaming Company passed on being the contract manufacturer for this title. And so right now, as of today, you know what Roger's plans are? And I hear this, I hear Roger's a dreamer like Andrew Highway. Now here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that Roger's main issue is money. And money is always the main issue in the pinball world. And money is the first thing that runs out when you spend years and you have no games going out and you took pre-order dollars on games and you never got people titles. Because as we know, the last thing that this guy could ever do is ask people to pre-order the game. It was people like Andrew Highway and Skip B, Kevin Kulik, and John Papaduke, those three entities absolutely ruined. They ruined the pre-order model for pinball. It absolutely sucks because somewhere in the world, there are pinball dreamers that could actually make a game for people, a small run of pinball machines, but they would need pre-order money to do it. And these three people ruined it for everyone for all time. There, you can never do it ever again. No one will ever pre-order a game the way they did back in like 2015, 16, and 17. Do you remember that period of time? I mean, you just all you had to do was show a flyer with the title and the theme, and people threw money at it. I mean, people pre-ordered Alien before even seeing a simple thing. And how much wiser are we all right now? So there's no way that Roger can get pre-order money for these games. So she. Chicago Gaming Company passed. And so here are his plans. And he's very much a dreamer like Andrew Highway. Roger's plans, if he could have his way, would be to manufacture this game in Norway. Okay? Because we all know that Norway is its just where pinball's made. I mean, its uh, who, what could go wrong trying to manufacture a pinball machine, a, a highly complex machine like pinball in Norway? Now, what I think he's realized, he's realized this. You can do it. Like, you can do it. Like, Dutch pinball and ARA easily could have made all the Lebowskis. But what he's realized is to do that is expensive. So are you sitting down? Because here is how much it would cost you to buy an alien pinball machine if Roger was to manufacture this machine in Europe and in Norway. The price for each machine would be somewhere between 10 to 12,000 euros. And this is what Roger's telling my contact. 10 to 12,000 euros is what he would have to price the game at for him to make these games. Now think about that for a minute, and, and I keep hearing that it's more like 12,000 euro is the reality. So let's look at what 12,000 euros is in US dollars as of today. 
So as of June 22nd, if you were to order a 12,000 euro alien pinball machine, you're looking at a $13,448.64 machine. Now right there, that is a lot of money. Now the marketer in me says, well, let me let me think about this. A $13,400 or $13,500 alien machine could sell in the pinball market if you were to do one thing and you know what that one thing is. If you were to make this extremely limited, then I could see a case for spending this much money on the game. Because Alien, remember, Alien is a much more popular theme than the Big Lebowski. It's much more of a mainstream hit. So if Big Lebowski can sell at 12.5 when they said they're only making 500 and they're selling them, like there is a wait list to get on these Big Lebowskis. Could Alien sell at 13.5? But here's the problem. For Roger to sell this game at 13.5, and for him and his plan, you know what his plan is? You know how many he wants to make? He wants to make 1,000 units of alien pinball. And then the whole plan just gets blown up. It's not going to work. You are never going to do it. I get the demand is there. Yes, there is a demand for alien pinball. Yes, you could easily sell over 1,000 alien pinball machines, but not at 13.5. You cannot sell it at that price. It's just too much money. Now, you could try to do it. The problem is he can't even test the waters to see if he could open up the order banks. I mean, you could say, look, we're going we're gonna to see if, if 1,000 people will commit to buying alien pinball at 13.5, but it's just it just starts to get ludicrous. It starts to get bonkers, right? This isn't, remember, this is not like a Chicago gaming company announcing they're going to make a thousand medieval madnesses and they'll sell out immediately for a few reasons because Chicago gaming company is a proven manufacturer. No one feels like they're rolling the dice. Who the hell is going to give money to a Norwegian pinball company that says they're making alien pinball and then they're making a thousand and it costs you 13.5 and the company's over in Norway and they've never made a single game ever. It's never going to work. But I have a solution. I have a solution. You know, the company I work for at Weber now, our tagline is we solve. There, there is such a solution staring everybody in the face. And, and this to me feels like, how is this not the solution that is in front of all of these gentlemen? There's one company out there that is set up perfectly to make this game. And it doesn't have to be made in Norway. It could be made right here in America, in Chicago. American Pinball. Why aren't American Pinball and Roger talking to make this game as part of the game that goes on the third line at AP? To me, that's the solve. Get this game over to American Pinball. If the game's in prototype form, let Davo and company go through it and tell you how much money it's going to cost to make it with them. I can't imagine it would cost American Pinball as much money as some new Norwegian pinball manufacturer to figure out how to source all the parts. You probably could use a lot of AP's institutional knowledge at this standpoint. And also Aimtron, people forget Aimtron is the chip manufacturer. So a lot of the cost of making a pinball machine is absorbed within the parent company that owns American Pinball. Now, how awesome would it be if American Pinball and the pinball bro, Roger, could team up and get this alien machine on the line. I think that, to me, is the solution that is staring these guys in the face. I don't know if they've talked. I don't know if you know anyone at AP. But to me, why not do that? Why not build it in America? Most of your customers are gonna be here and why not build it with a reputable company that if they've proven anything, I, I don't think AP's games have been great, but if they've proven anything, they can build a great game. Like they build a very solid product, but there is no way a thousand people are gonna go in at 13.5 because it's just too many games. It's, it's like way too many. It, that's a high-end, high, high, high-end collector's price, 
but you're making too many. You're making way too many. And, and we don't even know what the game is. I mean, at some point to even start this, you think they would even just reveal the product because if he reveals it, and I'm telling you this, for 13.5, I don't want to see Oryx's art package on the game. It needs hand-drawn art. We know that Fox will let them do hand-drawn art. It needs an amazing cabinet because at 13.5, you can't just make this game shrunken down a little bit. You can't, I mean, think about it. They're taking stuff out of the game and they're charging twice as much money. Oh, we forgot to mention, a wide body alien game from Highway Pinball. Guess how much it was? $6,500 for all the stuff that Andrew Highway gave people. So you can't yank out stuff and charge twice as much money. I mean, it's almost exactly twice as much money, $13,000. So I think what these gentlemen need to realize or Roger needs to realize at 13.5, you need an artist that's as good as Zombietti. So get Brian Allen to do the art package, but they didn't do that. You, you just can't show up with a mini version of Andrew Highway's game, double the price, make a thousand of them and think that's a pathway to success. The whole thing starts to seem sort of silly and, and crazy when you, when you sort of look at it that way. So here's my closing conclusion on this. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Alien's going to be remade and I'm changing my tune. And so I, I hear, I'm here to promise you guys, if you have an Alien machine, I think this news just actually made your games go up in price. I think the remake of Alien has been hanging over the resale market of these existing Alien machines. And it now looks like the plan to remake Alien is a little bit of a pipe dream. It's a little bit of a Hail Mary, last minute, last ditch effort by one guy who remains. And they're out of money. They don't have any money. I keep hearing money's the big issue. They don't have any support. They don't have any know-how how to make a pinball machine. Norway is as far away from pinball manufacturing as you can get in the world. There's no, you know, someone mentioned like HomePin might be able to make it. No one's going to buy this from HomePin. They don't make great games over at HomePin. We know that. So it's a pipe dream. And it's, it's amazing to me that one of the greatest themes in pinball history has been constantly constantly uh, suffering at the hands of, of, of men who don't know what they're doing. If I'm Fox at some point, and they still have the license. Here's the crazy part. They still have the license. How is Fox allowing these gentlemen to maintain and, and drag their property through the mud like this? If I'm Jersey Jack Pinball, I'm going to Fox tomorrow. How awesome would it be if Eric's next game was Alien? How awesome would it be if Chicago Gaming Company made Aliens and did it right? I think this theme and this license deserves an amazing pinball experience. And if I'm a pinball manufacturer that needs a theme, I am knocking on Fox's door tomorrow and being like, are you not aware of what's happening with your property? We will do it justice. I think you need to yank it away from the pinball bro and give it to us and do it right. This game would sell thousands of units if it was done right. Just no one's ever done it right. So that's the news on the, the realities of Highway Pinball, Pinball Brothers, the alien pinball machine that is just has, has continued to hang over this hobby. So let's take it off the list of games coming out. And now we can start thinking about the next game that's been promised to us for so many years. And where's Deep Root? Where's Deep Root? Now's the time. We just need to see something. Just show us something. See, when you start to hide in secrecy, secrecy works for a while. But when you're when you're too secret and then you've, you've missed all your deadlines, 
then it's not cool. See, if you say like pinball magic is coming in, you know, five days of Deep Root, or this is happening in the summer of 2020, whatever it is, if you set a date by which your magic is going to be shown to the world, and then you miss that deadline, and then you miss that deadline by years, it no longer has the effect of mystique. It no longer creates the mystery that you're hoping for. Then the silence and the mystery and, and the nothingness speaks volumes in the wrong way. It tells everybody that something's wrong. Something's horribly wrong. It's it's not having the other effect. No one no one's like I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. No, that's that ship has sailed so long ago. You now are now you're now fighting for any relevance in the hobby. You're now going to fight for every dollar instead of having people hold on to their money. I mean, they easily, you know, Deep Root easily could have shown one of their mechs, one of their patented innovations a while ago just to make people hold on to their money for them. And they just haven't shown anything. And it's very much John Papaduke's way. Let's keep everything secret. Let's patent everything. Let's let, let's let's create this world that's that only we get to see, that only we get to experience, and no one else does. And as long as it's behind closed doors, I mean, think about the Zidware experiment. As long as everything John was working on was secret, we thought it was magical. The moment they showed us the product, we didn't see any magic. And I will argue that what we saw in Houston with Raza, was that magic? Nope, and see, that's the problem. If you don't really bring the magic, if you don't have that moment where you show people your game and it's magical like Pirates of the Caribbean upper play field, or magical like a T-Rex eating the ball, right? If you don't have that stuff in the game, people are gonna be like, eh, I don't know. All right, everybody, let's all get along. Let's all move forward. Happy Monday. It's another week in this pandemic. Be safe. Businesses are opening up. I don't think it's safe to play games on location yet, but that's your prerogative. You do what you want. You look at the numbers you want. I'm gonna live my life and I'm gonna be as safe as possible. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Canada's Pinball Podcast. Thank you for putting up with me when I change my mind. And I, this is what I will do. I will tell you if new information surfaces, I will tell you that this is now the new reality. I don't think Alien is coming back. I think these guys have a pipe dream plan. I think they're out of money. I think Roger's staring at a prototype. And I think the only way forward is for Roger and Davil to sync up and have American Pinball make this game. For those of you out there covering this story, it's pronounced Canada, and you're welcome. I'm happy to give new information and new things to chew on. There's enough pinball news for all of us to discuss. I invite everyone on this show to talk about it. Craig Bobby, you're invited on. And I hope we all can stop all the stupid jabbing and anger and fighting amongst each other. Nobody cares. I'm here to tell you, nobody cares about anybody in the pinball media. It's the pinball games that matter, okay? You're not special. I'm not special. The games are special, all right? Until they're not. And we'll tell you when those games are not special. Have a good day, everybody. (laughs) 